Welcome to the Radical Global Marketing Podcast. In each episode, we go deep with the world's leading international marketers and discuss the ideas and processes that make their global marketing strategies a success. Let's get radical. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Radical Global Marketing Podcast. And for this week's very special guest, I'm really happy to be joined by Lacey Lee. Lacey is currently head of marketing APAC Screening Eagle. Now, Screening Eagle is a global leader in providing technology platforms for the intelligent inspection of the built environment. Lacey herself is a hugely experienced and creative B2B marketer, and we're really delighted to have her join us today. I'll let Lacey talk in more detail about her background and her role in the current business and some of the challenges that they face and some of the opportunities they've got coming up in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. The Radical Global Marketing Podcast is produced in association with Brandigo China. Brandigo's team of local and international marketing talent has been helping multinational brands achieve marketing success in China for almost two decades. This is founded on their unique, radically relevant China marketing methodology, built on insight, creativity, and flawless execution across multiple China marketing channels. To find out more about Brandigo China and how they can help your brand meet your China business objectives, visit brandigochina.com or contact the team via email and we'll put all the links in the show notes. Lacey, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Stephen. Thank you so much for the introduction and also thanks for Brandigo for having me here. Uh, I'm doing oh, great. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure and I've been really excited to, to have this conversation with you. So let's to start off. I'm really excited to hearing about the work with with Screening Eagle. I am, I know that there's some quite interesting developments that we might be able to talk about in a little while. Maybe a shift in focus for the business. But just to begin with, I'm really interested in your journey and your experience as a marketing professional. So why don't you give us your introduction and tell us a little bit about previous roles and how you've got to where you are today? Yeah, sure. Well, I started my first full time job as a salesperson in Shanghai for an international company. Um, it was tough as a fresh green hand at that time, as I was pushed to the front line immediately in front of the customers <laughs> dealing with their quality and logistics complaints since the first week I joined the company. And oh, of wow. course, yeah, at that time, my boss, he joined me and he was watching me how I reacted. I personally took it as trust test. And later on, within the same company, I got a chance to transfer internally to marketing department and continued my steep learning curve with a global sales and marketing team from corners of all over the world, from Asia, North America, and Europe. And with that previous sales journey, I really developed a solid and deep understanding and knowledge about customer perceptions and their insights. So. It really facilitated and helped me a lot to my marketing thoughts in terms of um, customer journey and the customer experience with focus Abs on their pain points and correspondingly our value propositions. Absolutely. I was going to say, having that role within the logistics and complaints right at the start of your career, that's mm -hmm. going to give you a really, I mean, it's tough because you're going to have to have some challenging conversations, I'm sure. So you mm -hmm. developed your people skills very quickly. But in terms of dealing with those logistics and complaints, you've mentioned pain points there and the value proposition. That must have given you a really good insight into what some of the day-to-day -day pain points were for the customers and potential customers. 
and then how you could link that back to your marketing strategy. So that was a really interesting grounding, I think. Yeah, because the, the good thing is since I started the first job, the first week, I was really spending quite a lot of time with our logistics people in the warehouse um, because I know if I want to grow, the best way is to stay close with the people who know exactly the details. And that is the people from the logistics, they're packing and they're cutting the, the, the products because with our machines, so I want to see the whole process. And over there, I watched the whole process. Of course, I didn't have a full picture, but when the customer, they explain their problems, their challenges, I could have a basic understanding where they're coming from. Absolutely. What industry was that at the time? It's about the, the bonding tapes and the, the uh, adhesive solutions. It's a British company. Um, headquarters is in Manchester. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's hardcore B2B. That's a real B2B. So so what was the next step in the journey then after how long are you with that business and, and when did you move on? Well, I was um, there. I started my internship there and I worked for that company for nearly four years. Um, and then I moved forward to another German company afterwards. Interesting. So you start into at an early stage in your career, get some of experience working with international brands, both from an in-house point of view as well, working with international stakeholders and customers. What were some of the, the initial big challenges that you think that you faced when you started to, to work as a marketer internationally? Well, my personal takeaway is that the culture really matters because you're dealing with people from different countries. And of course, it is quite normal because we grew up in different environments we speak different languages and with the diverse mindset, we think in different ways. Mm-hmm. It is not about good or bad, right or wrong. It is just a matter of difference. And this sure. kind of difference could be the biggest challenge that might lead to misunderstandings and conflicts sometimes. And as a global marketer, we must ensure the strategy and the brand consistency across nations and regions. And yet, we have to bear in mind the local culture and the customer preference and their acceptance to avoid the culture shock and unnecessary troubles. However, as long as we have a clear guidance within our own head when working with these international brands, that is to get to know the company's missions and business goals together with the result-driven attitude and to show respect to each other Things normally, I say normally, won't go wrong. <laughs> in parallel, <laughs> we are granted the perfect timing and opportunities and platforms to learn from each other and to strengthen our global perspectives and international views. Yeah, absolutely. I think you, you touched on it there. You know, us as an agency and yourself as an in-house professional, we've got that eternal balancing act in that we want to protect what made the brand internationally significant in the first place and what made the company successful. But we also have to find that right, kind of that sweet spot of the right level of localization because the local team, Mm -hmm. they know their market better than everybody else. Um, But if they're, if they're left to have their own control, there's over localization that can happen and you start to dilute those brand messages and things like that. So I think it's interesting hearing from an in-house point of view as well, the Mm -hmm. daily balancing act that we all work with. So, Going back then, can you? Uh, how long have you been in, in, in your current role with Screening Eagle? Um, 
it's just over two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's like I said, I was fascinated here a little bit about your background and about your journey. Before we get into a bit more detail on the current role, mm-hmm. what or who have been some of the biggest influences on your career so far? Well, without any hesitation, doubtlessly, I would give the crowns and credits to my parents. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah, they, they trained and educated me like a soldier um, to be more specific. If I want something, I have to earn by myself. I must obey to the common rules and ethical standards that have been widely shared by the entire society and the whole family. I'm responsible for what I'm doing and saying, and I must take the responsibilities afterwards. Otherwise, I will get punishment immediately, and I don't <laughs> complain. <laughs> it was tough as a small child when I was younger, but I really appreciate how I grew up. That strict family education system shaped my working style from now, being, I mean, stay alert, being straightforward, cautious, deep thinking before actions and sensitive of the process control and result driven. Yeah. Do you know, it's, it's fascinating that you, when I, when we first came up with this question, we were, we were thinking like, are, are people going to talk about a significant event within their career, perhaps a new piece of technology? Or would they talk about their first boss or, or something like that? But having actually had these conversations with some of these kind of senior marketing guys, professionals, the leaders in their field, we had um, Brad from Two Rivers Marketing on recently, and we had Jordan from uh, BBC in Belgium on recently. And and similar to you, they've, they've talked about the influence their parents had in shaping the way that they conduct themselves, shaping their attitudes, shaping their values, and also how they were about their business as well. So I, it, it's it's wonderful to kind of hear so many senior people acknowledging that in their career path, and it and it's fascinating, and it's kind of unexpected. So that was that was really nice to hear. Part of me hopes that my little boy doesn't follow me too closely. <laughs> Maybe you, I'd be, I'd be follow your mother. Like your mother's a good influence. Don't there. worry about Don't me. Worry. Follow your mother. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so. In in your career so far, and, and long may it continue, could you share something a little bit about one of your proudest moments, something that you've been you've been really pleased with? Mm, there are quite a few moments I do feel proud of myself, but many are related to the customer's accomplishment, where we resolve their pinpoints and long-time tech challenges without solutions, yeah. and also to enjoy the moment where I see my team members grow and develop and their achievements have been recognized and appreciated by the organization and the management team. These two things are the main things that will make me happy and proud of myself, to be honest. Yeah, that's a great answer. It's it's usually rewarding when you can see the value that you're adding to a client or a customer. And I agree with you, with a, a team member that you've helped to work with, maybe mentored or nurtured a little bit, it, it's a fantastic feeling. Great stuff. Okay. Thank you for that, sharing some of your personal journey in marketing, but I always find that bit fascinating. I'd like to move on a little bit now and hear a, a little bit more about the current business. So can you just get a little, little bit of background first about Screening Eagle and then tell us a little bit more about your role within the business? Yeah, sure. Uh, currently, I'm working for uh, Screening Eagle. It is a Swiss company um, with headquarters in Zurich. I'm working in Singapore office since last September. 
I relocated from Shanghai office. I oversee the marketing function for APEC region, including China. It is a pioneer company with focus on inspection technologies for asset owners, inspection companies, and contractors from construction and infrastructure industries. Our mission is to protect the built world with our ecosystem, combining the strength of sensors, software, and data post processing, and thus to prevent the tragedies that can be caused by any collapse risks. To ensure long time span of the buildings and infrastructures with sustainable green technology.、Mm, in my personal opinion. Our company has more opportunities than challenges. We are not a new brand、uh, with our sensors in non-destructive, destructive te- testing. That is so-called NDT market,、mm-hmm. where we have a nearly seventy years old history with rather loyal customers and users.、Um, but we do see the challenges behind for the global markets with insufficient investment for. The caring on the existing built world, we want to make ourselves heard and seen, so that we could help and support more people in the future. Yeah, interesting. And and as somebody that's responsible or has a leading role in in marketing, how does that fit into the, the business's overall strategy? Well, how to fit into the strategy? It is really challenging because you really have to maintain the existing market with the.、Mm-hmm. Uh, loyalty, and meanwhile, we have to explore the new market to make more people know and hear who you are. So, in terms of this marketing communications and channels, and、um, the ways how you approach to the customers, we are really, really、um, cautious because we don't want to give any pressure to the market. But meanwhile, we want to make sure. What we provide is something the customers they want, they need. We don't to waste any time、um, for for each other. So for marketing, we have to dig very deep about the current marketing, the the market shape, and where we are standing now, and what our customers are lack of. And combining our strength with their pain points, we can move on. Fantastic. One of the things that I'm always interested in when I have the opportunity to speak to someone like yourself that has sort of obviously we've got a lot of experience in China and China is a unique and and diverse market in and of itself.、Um, but you operating at a regional level across APAC, I think of, of when you look at APAC compared to other regions within the world within the globe, there's a real diversity of channels here that are available to marketeers, and I think that's both an opportunity and A challenge to、mm-hmm. to to brands such as your own because it's not one size fits all. I know I know there's diversification in Europe and people are very different, but you can find that common ground.、Um, but in in terms of how you would work with a Chinese audience, for example, to perhaps how you would work with Southeast Asian, Malaysian, or or or, or it, it can be very 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 different. Would you agree with that? One hundred percent sure. It is really different. And the biggest challenge here for APEC region, including China, is we really have to balance the resource、uh, among each region. Because, for example, China, South Korea, Japan, and Thailand, these countries, speaking of the language barriers,、yeah. 
yeah. we really have to spend extra efforts to develop the market there. So in Europe and America, more or less, um, people share the same language and they speak more or better English. And for these specific countries, we really value and respect the local culture. And we want to develop local content for them to make sure we have uh, generate the resonations among each other. Yeah, it's that balancing act that we spoke of earlier. Um, can you tell us now then a little bit more about some of the and the long um, goals for the business? When we were chatting before we started recording, you mentioned that there was some quite exciting developments within Screening Eagle. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to go into that in a little bit more detail, because I think that's really interesting. And I'd, I'd be interested to see how then marketing fits into to helping the business achieve those goals. Uh, from the short term, um, as what I just um, shared, our goal is to let more relevant segments understand who we are and where we are standing. And from the long term run, we could support each other and make the built environment a world a better place to live in. And within Screening Eagle, every year we have multiple times of product new launch and upgrade to make sure we're always providing our customers with the latest technology and to uh, empower them with better solutions. And later I will share um, another few points um, because this year, um, I think in Q3, we will have a big event globally. Sure. Okay, well, let's talk about that now. What 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 is the the background to the event? Actually, it's um, an annual event um, which is taking place uh, more or less every September, um, and that is about our new technology and um, um, how we are going to deal with uh, the existing pinpoints from our customers and to um, give them more weapons to be well equipped to solve the existing problems in a better way. And uh, we will um, for sure uh, invite um, many influencers and our customers to witness um, the historic moments where they do see the, the new products with the uh, very upgraded software and the, the new trends <laughs> with technology. Fascinating. Good luck with that. So now, just thinking about marketing in general, um, I'd be really interested to get some of your thoughts on sort of where you see the future of global marketing going. Um, things like how do you see the role of technology or, or innovation? What, what's exciting you about working in marketing moving forward at, at a global level? Every con has two sides. This is my personal view on that. I'm excited personally, but in the meantime, I'm also holding a little bit concern within myself <laughs> because if you see how ai ar and vr developed these technologies yeah. uh, advancements have unlocked a new era of human creativity with more immersive customer experience and we're stepping into a completely new world where the only limitation will be human imaginations Sure. And the marketing technology, the so-called MarTech, is providing marketers with lots of new tools that are so intuitive and friendly. 
It allows marketers to obtain more accurate customer personas and profiles and the preferences. That that is the data, right? Yeah. Data is gold, but we have to be cautious with customer data privacy and how to use them, and make sure nobody abuses the resources. Otherwise, it can be a disaster.、Um, in the nutshell, the future is fascinating. So stay agile and alert, and bear in mind the ethical standard. <laughs> that is my.、View. I love that. I think I think you've summed it up really, really well, and I love that little focus on ethical standards too, because that's how、um, we're going to make sure that yes, the technology is a huge advantage, but keeping an ethically open-minded is how we make sure that everybody benefits and it's not abused, as as you you've very succinctly explained. Lacy, that's been fantastic today. It's been really interesting to hear about your journey. It's been really interesting to hear about Screeny Eagle and the future of that business. Before we wrap things up, is there any sort of current projects or events that you'd you'd like to mention? Yeah, as I just、uh, reviewed a little bit just now, in September there will be a big show、um, globally. So I will share the link with you afterwards, so that、uh, if any of our friends who are listening to this. Podcast. They they're interested. They can、um, deep dive a little bit, so to understand a bit more about us. Thank you, Stephen. That's great. Yeah, we'll we'll be sure to include any links like to that event in our in the show notes in the episode notes. And don't forget, if you want to reach out to Lacy, we'll include、uh, her social media details and we'll include the website for Screening Eagle as well. Lacy, you've been a great guest. I knew you would be. Thank you for your time. Thanks for doing it. It's been great speaking to you. Take care. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for listening to the Radical Global Marketing Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. Join us next time for more insight, best practice case studies, and shared experiences from some of the world's most radical global marketing leaders. <laughs>